Hey friend, welcome into the studio. I greatly appreciate you listening in today and starting your week right here. I greatly appreciate you being a part of our audience. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles. We're going to jump into 1 Samuel in just a moment. I know, I know. I'm asking you to grab your Bible and maybe you have to walk across the room to get it. Maybe you need to open up the Bible app on your phone. I mean, this is called the Bible Tracked Echoes, a radio broadcast. So it would be helpful if we reference the Bible every once in a while, don't you think? Well, we'll be in 1 Samuel chapter 16. I'm going to ask you to find your way there. If you would, I'm very excited about the thought for today. It's been kind of bumbling around in the back of my mind for the last couple of days and weeks or so, and I'm excited to finally share it with you. If you would, grab your Bibles and listen in. I'm going to tell you about a gospel tract that it may just be time for you to consider getting on our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I know the Christmas season always seems to be ever slowly expanding and taking over Thanksgiving and pushing into harvest time and kind of erasing fall altogether, but I will make mention of the fact that we have a gospel track called The Character's of Christmas with lead times and shipping times and all those things are not going to get any faster as we approach the end of the year. So I'd recommend you go to our website, BibleTractsInc.org. Great gospel track called The Characters of Christmas. Consider ordering it today. Now, all of our gospel tracks, our mass-run gospel tracks, they are completely free. We print them by the millions. And actually, if you pray with us and for us, we're in the process, on the verge, of printing another one-point-something million gospel tracks. It'll probably end up between 1.1 and 1.5 million. And to God be the glory... Many of you have been ordering gospel tracks, and therefore we are out of some titles. I was joking with my brother-in-law, my operations manager, great team member here at BTI, and we were talking about one of our slogans for BTI, free as the Lord provides. That, that's been our mantra, that's been our motto about our gospel tracks, free as the Lord provides. We're thinking, Oh my goodness, is the Lord not providing? Is that why we're running out of gospel tracks? No, actually, we're running into some supply chain issues, and thankfully, the Lord has very deftly led us through all of these things, and we're excited very soon, near future. Pray about it, because it's going to take a little while. There's lead times, and it takes a while for all these things to get printed and cut. And then they have to be folded. Oh, by the way, did I mention that we are now shipping some 97, 98% of our gospel tracks are being shipped completely folded. As of a few years ago, we were sending them out flat and having to ask our donors, having to ask our partners, distribution partners like you, to fold them. Well, here's the problem. They arrive in a box and they're not quite ready to be used. And so we started folding them and to God be the glory, get this, we're actually having them printed, cut, folded, realize that's an extra step in the process from the way things used to be, and to God be the glory, the price per piece is actually less expensive than it has been in the past. You say, well, what are you skimping on? What did you change about them? Actually, we're adding more color, more full coverage of these gospel tracks, more eye-catching designs and all of these things. Again, we just want to praise God about it. And we want you to go to our website and order a gospel track like this one called The Characters of Christmas. Go to BibleTracksInc.org. 
today. We would greatly appreciate that. I'd also love to hear about where you are listening from right now. Now, I ask this question every once in a while. It's been a little while. I'm going to ask you, what city and state are you listening from right now? Now, here's one way you could tell me. You can just shout out loud at the top of your lungs, but I have these headphones on, and they're kind of like a noise cancellation thing, so I probably won't hear you, and it's also geographically a little far from me right now. So I'm going to need you to text me. Here's the text number. I'll give it to you. Well, first, I'm going to give you a moment to grab a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen, maybe open up the notes app on your phone. I'd like you to text me the city and state that you're listing from right now. Are you ready for the number? 309-316-7240. I'll give it to you one more time. 309-316-7240. Now, here's the thought for today. We're jumping into the book of First Samuel chapter number 16. I think I told you that already. First Samuel chapter number 16. We're going to read a few verses together and then I'll give you the thought. Listen in while I read aloud. First Samuel 16, 1, the Bible says, and the Lord said unto Samuel, how long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil and go, I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Now let's give some context here for just one moment. You may recall in 1 Samuel chapter 13, 14 thereabouts, the Israelites were up against a rock in a hard place. They had the Philistines just encroaching upon them, kind of a dictatorial relationship where they were oppressing the Israelites. These Philistines, these heathens, these people that wanted nothing to do with Jehovah God and really wanted nothing more than to overpower and rule the Israelites in a really evil way. And the Israelites were in such a bad way, they called for Samuel. Saul did. The king of Israel called for Samuel, and they were going to have a little summit, a little meeting, and Samuel was going to ask the blessings of God upon his people. Well, here's the problem. Samuel was just a few minutes late. And Saul decided to take things into his own hands. He was getting a little antsy. He was getting a little anxious, some anxiety about the situation. And he stepped outside the bounds of his responsibility as king, and he offered a sacrifice. In 1 Samuel 13, if I recall correctly, and here's what happened. God was very displeased with that. You see, Saul had a very clear-cut responsibility as king, and it did not include that holy, holy ceremony of offering a sacrifice. And Samuel arrives. It's amazing God's timing with all these things. Samuel arrives just as the sacrifice is ending, and he basically, if I can paraphrase, he says, What are you doing, Saul? Why have you done this thing? And Saul starts to make excuses. He says, the people, oh, the people were really scared. They, they were cowering. Everyone was running away. Now, were the people scared? Yeah. Were people running for the hills and the thickets and the caves and the rocks and the trees? Yes, the Bible tells us that. But can I tell you, you should not dictate your life by situational ethics. You don't do something that's wrong to try to fix something that's also wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. And Saul learned that lesson somewhat harshly, you could say, because Samuel told him, by and standing in the stead of God Almighty, Samuel told him, Well, friend, you've lost yourself the kingdom today. 
you could have been ruler and your line, your family could have been the rulers over this land for generations and you have lost yourself the privilege of being king. Now realize this proclamation will not take effect until the death of Saul. He would remain king until later and until the end of his life. But Jonathan, a good man, his son would not become king. Jonathan would die on the same day that Saul does all because Saul made a massive mistake, an error in judgment. He sinned. And that brings us to 1 Samuel 16. The Lord said unto Samuel, verse 1, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul? Let me say this. We're going to kind of jump through these first few verses in an expository way. I, I should digress for just a moment. I told you I would tell you what the theme is, what the thought is for this week. Here's the thought. I want you to wrap your mind around this. I want you to mull this over. We're not going to really get into the meat of this thought until tomorrow or Wednesday, but I want you to really, really think about this and how it could possibly apply to your life, and then we're going to look at the Bible and see what it has to say. Here's the thought. You, I'm talking to you, you right there, the one listening to this broadcast, the one with your ears tuned to your local radio station or that podcast that you're listening to right now, you need to think big. You need to think big. I'll be honest with you, I survey the landscape of Christendom, and I'm, I'm not talking about just the, the vast menagerie of, of different sects of Christianity and different things like that. I'm just talking about people of the book, people that believe the Bible, and it seems like we have gotten a little small-minded. And I'm not even talking about our inability to get along with other people. I'm talking about the fact that we seem... To have no imagination. God put you where you are and allowed you to be breathing right now for a reason. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't to stick your head in the sand and say, woe is me. The world is crashing down around me. The sky is falling. We probably just need to cower. No, friend, we need to think big. There is a vast, unreached multitude out there people that are lost, and if they took their last breath right now, they would step over into eternity, and we need to do something about it. And I'm going to introduce you, maybe, just maybe for the first time, though probably many of you have heard this account before, but I'm going to introduce to you a young man named David. He was a young man who thought big. Really, he surprised some of the people around him. But how did we get to David? How did Samuel find David? How do we learn from this concept of needing to think big? We're going to have to get through 1 Samuel 16 first. The Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul? Now this may be as far as we get today. We're going to exposit just a few verses here first. But can I say this? When you fail, when you fail God, you sadden others. Saul failed. Saul made a major mistake. Saul offered a sacrifice when he was not supposed to, which allowed for, and of course, part of God's plan and all of these things, it allowed for David to eventually become the ruler of Israel. But can I tell you, when Saul made that mistake and Samuel walked onto the scene there, he was saddened. He was heartbroken for a friend, for a person that he had invested in. And the Lord said to Samuel, how long wilt thou mourn for Saul? Can I challenge you today? 
don't be a Saul in this circumstance, in this situation. There are some positive attributes of Saul. I don't want to just lamb blast him and pile on him today, but let me encourage you. Realize that your choices have consequences, not just for you, but for others. Saul's family was torn apart as a result of his choice. He grieved his friend Samuel. Let's be very careful of that. Now, here's what we're going to do. Tomorrow, we're going to cover verses 1, 2, 3, 4, thereabouts, and we're going to make some application. I'll be honest, for my life, it hit me right between the eyes. I hope it's a help to you as well. My prayer is that you have a great day for his glory. I'm going to ask you to do this. Tune in tomorrow. I'm evangelist Mike McCurry. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and I'm so glad you are. Thanks for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.